You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 265 of PHP Ugly. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Congdon. Not, a, not echoing as bad as you are. Wow, that came out horrible. <laughs> and Tom Rideout. Hi! Am I echoing? <laughs> a little bit. You're in an empty house. What do you expect? I am in yeah. a empty house like not as empty as i want it to be i still have some emptying to do but pretty empty did you guys see the video of the mars tracker taking away my house today or the mars no. rover no i did not oh you guys hit up my twitter twitter.com slash shokum this guy came out so i had one of those pods delivered to my house to fill up and this guy came out and totally controlled this thing with a remote control pick up this it was over four thousand pounds so over two tons and he just backed it out of my driveway and started going down the street with it walking behind it <laughs> i'll put it the show notes for people listening to the podcast that's pretty impressive it was pretty cool yeah i had i had to run into my house like i saw him walking yeah i saw he had the case with him and then he starts walking it out of my driveway i'm like oh shit let me go get my phone i gotta i gotta get this <laughs> Definitely, definitely looks like the kind of guy who would have that specific job of uh, just remote managing some robot moving heavy loads. Yeah, <laughs> it was so quick. Like we didn't even have to be here. Like I, I made sure I was home because I, I didn't know the protocol. I didn't know if I had to sign papers or what. He was, he pulled up in his truck, had it hooked up, and was walking down the street in a matter of like ten minutes, maybe ten minutes tops. It was crazy. I had a, I had a friend who was. A repo man. He he was like that, but with cars. <clears throat> he had a he had a truck with a hidden tow hook on it, so the thing would come out of the bed of the truck and under the car. And he it took him about forty five seconds to just take off with a car. Yeah, I've seen those guys on TV. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I've been grinding away at packing the house. I tell you, I will be honest with you. I'm getting up there in age, but I never considered it. Like I always felt like I was always one of those people who were young at heart. Yeah, I'm feeling my age, man. I mean, I am feeling my age. Like everything on my body hurts right now from from all this packing and all this moving. It just everything hurts. Well, you haven't you haven't <laughs> moved in a long time, and I do recall one of your. Good friends, don't you? Hire movers. <laughs> I think I said that every couple minutes, a couple episodes ago. I When I moved out here to Colorado Springs, we told ourselves, like, absolutely, this is the last time we're moving ourselves. We're never doing this again. That's exactly the way and I have been talking about. And as heavy as that pod was, I still have a significant amount of stuff here at the house, which, because of my situation, I'm living under bridges for the next three weeks. I have to put in storage unit and i am now thinking yeah when it does come time to move into the new house maybe i'll get some movers to just <laughs> move stuff at this point like yeah. because i feel i feel like i'm gonna be moving it twice i gotta move it to the storage unit then move it from the storage unit to the house it's like no no i think i'm gonna move it yeah, it's a situation you're in i mean it's not like you can help that you you're, you're gonna move twice whether you do it or you have somebody help you with it yeah and it's not like this is coal miners ugly. We're not a we're not a very physical profession. 
I do. I do want to say. I do want to say. I got a little giddy this past week. I'm not giddy. I just humbled, honored, very honored. You know. You know how many friends and people who work with me have stepped up and offered to let me stay at their place or let me podcast from their place or help me move. Yeah, right. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. (laughs) But a listener, a listener who knows who knows the general area I'm moving to and lives in that area. And if they want to make themselves known, hi Elio. If they want to make themselves known, they can let themselves be known. I won't call them out because, you know, but a listener said, Hey man, you know, I live by where you're going to live. If you're doing temporary housing around that area. I've already talked to the wife. You're more than welcome to come over here and podcast from my my place. I'm like, wow. Oh nice. my God. Dude, that is so- <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm not, we're not doing temporary housing uh, by the house we're moving to because A, the bridges are much sturdier here in San Diego. So, you know, they're wider. There's more yeah. room for everybody to meet. And the wife worked remote from home for a medical facility that does all this high-end imaging transfer. It needs a very thick pipe to push these images through. So because of the situation, they're actually setting her up in their office, which is located down here in San Diego. So we have to stay down here in San Diego so she can keep doing that gig. But I was I, I was I was very honored that somebody would say, hey, you know. I'm opening my house to you if, if you want. So that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. You know who you are. And I appreciate it. <laughs> Not a thick pipe, secure, strong Wi Fi. <laughs> is that the same thing? <laughs> Depends on who you're talking to, I guess. So you have, what a, else bridge, you you have a bridge selected? Depends. I got, I got to see. But yeah. Yeah. I, actually, the family, the family are, are they're huddled under the bridge tonight. They had, they went ahead of me. I wanted to podcast. And so, you know, we're playing a game here. We're going to see how long I can podcast before the internet actually gets shut off. So it should be fun. (laughs) (laughs) But when do you actually have to be out of the house? I think, I think the contract says 6 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. So this weekend to get stuff done. Right. 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 So that's, we're pretty, I'm like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. The nice thing is you don't have to deal with the, you don't have to deal with the endless cleaning of a security deposit too. Yeah. Yeah, You just walk away. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody keeps saying, it's like, you're doing too much. Just don't worry about that. I mean, have, have the junkers coming tomorrow. I have this, I paid for this company to come out to haul off all the, all the junk that we have that we couldn't, couldn't get rid of. And people are like, no, just let the new people handle that. I'm like, no, I'm thinking, this is not like an abandoned house. I still have crap up in my, the, above my garage, like in the rafters above my garage from the previous owners. Well, that's some of the stuff the junkers are taking. We still had stuff. We still have stuff in this house from the previous people. And I'm like, I, I can't. I mean, I'm still not oh, happy with how now it's an heirloom. It. <laughs> yeah, that old roach bait and, is an and, heirloom. And, <laughs> antiques. Yeah. Oh, man. I never want to move again. It's almost but, over. Almost done. Yeah. I'm lucky I'm not moving this week because I'm sick. I managed to. Again? I managed to, yeah, I managed to be sick for the last two days and just feel like total crap. Aren't you like constantly sick? Yes. That's not good. It's starting to get annoying. I got my booster. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We got my booster. The wife and I got our boosters. So we've got, we've got ours. Both of our kids are done as well. Nice. The one request our kids had, the first thing they wanted to do post-vaccination, they want to go to see. Watch the animal torture? No, not doing that. We're going to ride rides. 
it sucks that they come hand in hand. Like I can't get a ticket just to go ride rides. I have to get a ticket for riding rides and the animal torture, but it happens. He brought it up. I didn't say it. He said it. Calm down. Don't get mad at me. He got mad at me. Speaking, speaking of the internet just randomly going out on you, do you guys have fun with the AWS East just disappearing this week? So no, I didn't, didn't hit us too badly. You yeah, noticed actually. it. That's too badly. So we have a very tiny, tiny client that hasn't paid us any money, but I still do work for them. And I still don't know why that is. <laughs> but they had one of their cell certificates was expiring and they asked me to look at it. I looked at it the day before and was, was like, oh, an email was sent to your hostmaster ad or your admin ad or whatever the standard ones are. They emailed me that morning saying that they think they got to figure it out. They wanted me to hit the button again to resend the verification. The morning that AWS was down, so I could not log into their console. I could not log in to get to their certificates. So it was a, a pain in the butt. But for the most part, everything we deal with is not in the East Coast zone. So we, we don't have a lot of stuff hosted on the East Coast zone except for our deployment pipeline. So all of our CI, CD stuff went down. Really? Yeah. Apparently Atlassian had just moved, like just recently moved to AWS East and then this happened. So had an interesting, interesting day of stuff just not going out the door until all of a sudden. And the, the AWS status page was no help. No, it was not. It kept saying it was all green for the longest time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, everything's fine. We, we got no problems. I don't know what your problem is. It's because they use status pages. It's probably hosted on the East Coast of AWS. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a short episode in sort of response for last week's two-hour Thanksgiving extravaganza. <laughs> that, that was a long episode. That was a great episode. That was that was one of my favorite episodes. It was. Okay, so it was a great episode, but the listeners need to understand, when I check for how long we've been running, I pull up Zencaster because it's it tells us straight up how long we've been recording for. And so I got to a point where I felt like, hey, we're running into our normal exit period i pull up zencaster and it says 32 minutes i said oh I, I, we must we must just really be clicking like it must just feels like time's <laughs> flying by but it's actually not and uh, what i didn't know until we had stopped recording was that eric forgot to turn on zencaster for the first 25 minutes or so so we were absolutely hitting that that normal out period we would have hit and then we went for another hour uh, yeah and i was doing the same thing nobody noticed nobody noticed at all <laughs> We didn't get a, a deluge of Twitter comments that were like, hey, guys, uh, really, really put in the work on this one. <laughs> you really did not have to make up the time that you took off for Thanksgiving. We're fine. <laughs> Blame JetBrains, man. It's all JetBrains' fault. They, they're the ones that decided to le- release a flurry of products and then Nikita and Foundations. and A lot of shit went down that week, man. That was probably the biggest, busiest week in PHP in years, and we, we took yeah. that week off. That was awesome. They planned it that way. Mm-hmm. It feels but, like uh, they did. But bigger news than Nikita, <clears throat> excuse me, ah, bigger news than Nikita leaving JetBrains and the foundation being created. We're on the cusp of releasing our third issue of PHP Architect Magazine. Nice. Oh, yes. We're, we've got it. We've got, Great. we're doing internal review of it now. I've got a few more things I got to tweak because I forgot some things. Thank you, Carolyn, for pointing those out. We should get it to our columnists tomorrow so they can review their articles and then hopefully get it out the door tomorrow. This is going to be a fun one. There's 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 something special in this one. So it's a little bit different. A little different. Shaking things up some. A little shaking bait for yeah. December. This this issue has a setterful. It's an elephant <laughs> with a very long trunk. 
<laughs> you had to go there, didn't you? I feel I Open feel weird time. because we had so much to go over last week, and then like I looked at what was going on this week, and everyone was like, like, oh, we're we're too tired to release or do anything. I'm done with it. Everyone, it feels like everyone has checked out for the rest of the year. I've been I've been I've been in box taping hell for the past week. I've done very little of anything. I felt bad, but as you recall, last week I talked about what a great job our team at Diego Dev was doing, migrating one of our clients. Yeah. To the newest Laravel. That got pushed to production. And of course, despite going six months and begging for testing and trying to, you know, find all the edge cases and stuff, you, know, you never find them. You're never completely covered. And the, the entire team, I'm, I'm not going to say they worked on it 24 seven, but they worked a lot of hours on it from Monday to Tuesday. And then a little bit, a little bit yesterday, I think as well. But they got the thing pushed into production finally. So excited! Not only what Livewire, Livewire is coming, baby. <laughs> not only did not only did they get it pushed to production, the client who has absolutely no issue reaching out to you specifically and saying, "Eric, what's the status? What's going on? What's this? What's that?" Didn't reach out to you once to say to ask that, that the team that was, had it handled. Biggest compliment I could have gotten our, given our lead developer on that one. I'm like, hey, you know, we ha- we have a little private channel that. The three of us talk about talk, and that's away from you know, all the other traffic. And I, I'm like, hey, man, just want to let you know, there was a lot of back and forth on this upgrade and this and that and the other thing. Not once did the client reach out to me directly. I never heard from the client. Like, had I not been following along and talking and asking for updates and everything, I would have had no idea that there was even an issue. It was it was very nice. It, it was good because this team has been working on this project for years. And I mean, literally one of the people on the project used to work for our client. I mean, that's how long, <laughs> that's how deep ingrained with this project they are. And it's always been, it's always been a little bit of a, it seemed like a little bit of a trust issue of trust, this, trust the team, trust the process. They know what they're doing. There's a process involved. Let them do their work. And I felt like this was the first time that that, that was done. And it really felt good. It even felt better to see it succeed. Like it would have sucked if it had not succeeded. But the process, I, I was the process. I was questioning it there for a while. Like, are they going to pull the rug on us and like ask for a rollback? But we got it. Yeah, through. that's another thing. This this client is very quick to the trigger of, hey, there's too much going on. Roll it back. It's like, no, no, no. We can work through this. No, no, no. Roll it back. You know, they, that, that's typically the back and forth we have. And it was really weird because one of the bigger issues we had was with mobile devices. And my understanding of what it boiled down to was how the new Laravel was handling some routes or, or how it was, I think one of the problems was how it was handling routes. And I think another problem was how it was returning variables. Like it wasn't previously, it didn't matter. It would just always return everything as a string, but now it was returning things as integers are a string. And so the mobile device was some problems. Did we upgrade PHP at the same time or was it just Laravel? I'm pretty sure it was just Laravel because I thought this was going to get us on eight with PHP eight, because I thought that was the minimum requirement for the current Laravel. But if I remember correctly, they were like, no, we don't need to do that yet. And because everything is a container, that's going to be pretty easy to do. We just have to up- upgrade the container. The reason I ask that, the one Trello card I have is, again, the PHP 8.1 changes. And we've talked about it before. We've, we've gone through a lot of the, the 8.1 changes. One of the 
tiny things that's in there that isn't being called out. And on Stitcher, it's under the other small changes is a change to PDO. And actually Laravel probably shouldn't experience this. If you're using Doctrine, you want to experience it. But the main project I work on uses a very legacy uh, database connection, not connection, database layer, where you expect to get everything back as a string. And the Mm. latest version of PDO will return the proper type. So your integer IDs come back as an int instead of a string. Hundreds of tests blew up just upgrading to 8.1 because of that. I wonder if that's related to this this issue, this GitHub issue for Laravel that got aggressively declined. What's that? Leak. So Leak, I, I, I normally I pull through. On, by the way. Yeah, because somebody can get my desktop running, by the way. I, I still don't understand what's going on there. So wait, before you go, Tom, Eric gave me his computer. I bring it in. I plug it in. I hook a monitor up. I get nothing on the monitor. I hook Ethernet up. I think I got a few flashes on my router that there's a connection. I know how to turn a computer on and there should be something on the screen and there's just not. (laughs) I, I just cannot figure out what's... I've tried different cables, HDMI and DisplayPort, and I cannot get this thing to work. I think it doesn't help that broken machine. The the workstation has like 15 different display ports on the back of it because it has a GPU and it's got a ton. Oh, do you have a GPU in here? Yeah. Yeah. So, so So he's he's been plugging it into the motherboard instead of the GPU. (laughs) (laughs) I know how to turn a computer on. He says, so here's the thing. When he was was having this problem, I was going to joke with him. I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to you like with a support text. Is the computer on? Is this plugged in? Does the mouse still have the wrapper on it? (laughs) To be clear, it's still not giving me anything on the monitor, but at least I have something to look at next. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a GPU. That's a pretty hunky GPU on my hand. That is hilarious. I never even thought to look. And I, I was so excited about using JetBrains Gateway and, you know, all these other tools that spent the previous week testing it at home and even testing it through SSH connection through Cloudflare just to make sure that there were no issues. I'm like, yeah, this all works great. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I'm like, even I'm on my MacBook again, my old MacBook, which I haven't used in a couple of years. I'm like, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to install the repo on this machine. I, I don't care. I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to use, use my desktop. Yeah. That was, that was a mistake. <laughs> He's like, John, did you plug it in yet? I'm like, yeah, I plugged it in. I can't get it to work. <laughs> Man, now I, I feel stupid. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I feel stupid once you get it working, but yeah. I'm worried that there's something wrong with it. I don't know. I haven't had a thing really often in a couple it, it of years. Seems, it seems like user error in this case. I feel like it is. But the user's John. That's the problem. I yeah. don't know. I feel like it's easier. You know those college guys who can never figure out how to turn the projector on, but they can give you a sine wave calculation for something? Yeah. <laughs> you had to say college. Yeah. My, my my buddy sent me a news story. Did you hear about some kid wanting to go Columbine on a school just recently? This week or last week? I don't know. The week before. <laughs> like any week. I don't know when this actually happened, but I'm listening to the story. I'm actually with my kids at their school for something, but they're off doing something else. And he sends me the story and I'm listening. I'm like, this is scary. And then I get to the end. It was at the college I went to in Daytona Beach. Wow, that's crazy. Embry-Riddle 
Embry Riddle Aeronautical University in Daytona. That's scary. So I got I got a question for you guys. Well, I got a funny thing for you guys. I don't I don't want to I don't want to give away too much, but did you guys know that computers could have feelings? Apparently those feelings could get hurt and they could go to HR. I, I don't know about the HR part. I had this, what did you do to your computer? I heard <laughs> I heard this story recently from a very trusted source who I, I have no reason to question them. It was me telling him that his computer is mad at him and won't boot up. They work in they work in a hospital, and the nurses have these computers that are on these carts that they push around, right? So yeah, they push them like, from room to room. They're like a MacBook Pro from 15 years ago, and they're a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. They call them cow computers on wheels, so they'll say, "Hey, I need a cow." Or have you seen the cow? Well, they got a notice from the HR department that that was an offensive term, and they are not no longer allowed to refer to them as cows. What? I'm like, offensive to who? The computer or to I the could, cow? No, like are I cows could, being? I could in a them? in a hospital, I could easily see that going south so fast. Well, you it, get you it, get a larger person walking into the ER and say, "Pull the cow help. in here." It probably didn't help that this was in the paternity ward. So maybe that yeah. that might have factored into it a little bit. But still, it was like, you know. It, you know, the paternity ward known for its emotionally stable responses. So now, now they have to call them WOWs, workstations on wheels. They're called WOWs. <laughs> I thought that was very funny when I heard that. I'm like, you know, who's being offended by this? So, so right, we talked about this a while back, and I want to revisit it. I don't think Eric heard me. He did. He's moving on. Okay. Move on. I move on. We talked about this. There's a service out there that I really want to use, and I have yet to actually use it because of the struggles I have with my existing application. And this is something that I, I've struggled with before. So we've talked about in the past Planet Planet Scale, which is this database as a service sort of solution out there. It's very slick. It does scaling for you. It manages load. It's really a lot of what I want in database as a solution sort of database service. as a service, right? Yeah. The database as a service solution. Yeah. The problem it has is this is the service that doesn't allow foreign key constraints. And this is funny because I have gone through this particular battle myself. I'm not a huge fan of foreign key constraints, but I understand their purpose. And I do, in Laravel, like the idea of cascading deletes. Like if this record gets deleted, everything that's associated with this record gets deleted. And I do like how easy foreign key constraints make that. I still don't think I understand why they don't support foreign key constraints, but that's irrelevant. They don't support them. What are your two thoughts on foreign key constraints? Like, is this a showstopper for you or would you be willing to work through that? We've talked about this before. As far as trying to take up a database as a service, I would want to know kind of why. I'm sure there's some sort of scalability issue with it, but in the same way, I like the, I like knowing that the data is consistent. I like the cascading deletes, cascading updates to a point which I don't really use that often, but that's an option as well. I use foreign keys all the time. I mean, that's kind of the point of a relational database is you don't have, yeah, you have this relationship between your, your tables. Well, but this is, this is enforcing that relationship, right? I mean, you you still have, even if you don't use foreign key constraints, you still have the relationship. You just, it's not enforced. It's not, it's not enforced. And I like the data consistency. I don't want to be able to put something into a table that can't be there. Such a good point. It's the orphan keys that are the orphan records that 
shouldn't be there. See, and I think I, we don't we don't do a good job of doing transactions, at least in my experience, with the all of the projects I've been involved in. Transactions are an afterthought. I, I personally use transactions when I have to versus using them the way they should be used. So we have uh, John, the smart John in Discord, dug up the planet scale documents on operating without foreign key constraints. And I'm comfortable operating without them. This, this is also a big concept around schemaless databases, document stores, things like uh, CouchDB. You still can define these relationships, but the way you manage it is very different and it doesn't get managed by the server itself, which is one of the benefits of a foreign key constraint in a relation, relational database. So let me, uh... I, I will tell you when I work on stuff that has operational functional, you know, operational functionality above all else, uptime above all else, I don't use foreign key constraints. Wait, you don't use foreign key constraints in those situations? Right. Right. Why is that? Because foreign key constraints fail. Do they? Sure. Well, I mean, if you go to insert into a table where a foreign key constraint is oh, required. Oh, oh, I see. It, I got what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I worked at an adult entertainment company where uptime mattered much, much more than anything else. Orphan, and, orphan records didn't matter. Yeah. No one, no one even thought of orphan records. No one cared whatsoever you could do things backwards if you wanted to, where you created the child object first and then the parent object. And like, no one cared about that stuff. Not Just that that's the data good. in the database. Yeah. Not that that's good programming, but it was one less thing to ever have to worry about. Now I work in financial technology industry and I have foreign key constraints on every single thing that I do. I've always got a foreign key constraint. I've always got a foreign key index. Everything has to be above board, no orphan records, no possibility of lost data like that. And you're probably using transactions left and all, right. Yeah, all over the place. It's a very accuracy oriented environment I, re I remember being in college learning about transactions or learning in quotes because i was a terrible student and didn't pay attention to anything and i wish i would have paid attention more to understand what was happening from, a, from, a, from an aviation college where you're learning to fly I'm I'm happy you didn't like have a lot of focus that makes you feel good i, I focused in the classes where i had to learn to fly I cared about that. <laughs> it's it's just it's I don't these, know how situations it, where computer crashes had victims that he didn't pay attention. I, I don't know how I got away with a CS degree. I, I went there for a CS degree, but I just I was terrible in my classes, and luckily I had good good friends there. <laughs> good <laughs> friends who, partner, who have cheat. The guy who says he's terrible with a CS degree. Thank you. He's a people person. <laughs> What part of that don't you people understand? I make stuff work. It works. I'm a I'm an okay coder. Not great. I'm not. I'm coming to grips. I, mean, I don't think that. you're gonna get anybody arguing with you, John. You should probably move on. <laughs> Try and save me. Oh <sighs> man. You know what? You know what would really have been helpful during that AWS outage? What would that be? Honey Badger transforms you into a DevOps hero by combining error, uptime, and cron monitoring into a single easy-to-use platform. Stop wasting your time tailing logs and deploy with swagger. Visit HoneyBadger.io today to level up. Thank you, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. I think next month we get to talk about something new Honey Badger has going. Oh, really? Oh, look, look who's giving away next. spoilers this time. It wasn't even yeah. me. That's awesome. I'm not giving it away. I'm just 
Like, pay attention to maybe next week, maybe next month. I'm not sure. We're still talking about it. Pretty soon. Next week will be next month and next year for that matter. I, I'll be in a new house. I like what they got going. We need to talk more about that, by the way. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna talk. I was saying, when are we going to get in on this before they, we start advertising it? <laughs> so <laughs> we need to get a feel for this. I at least know it's not a cron <laughs> monitoring service then. <laughs> Since you guys aren't upset about it. <sighs> well, they actually um, already have that. So, you know, back to what I was saying, I, you know, when I do, when, when I prep for the podcast, I go through the, the top stories of the week on, on Reddit, you know, PHP, web dev, Laravel, stuff like that. And Lar- the, you know, the PHP subreddit gives me some stuff, gives me some concise news and articles. The Laravel one just sort of, it's just sort of a circle jerk. And the web dev one is like people's portfolios. But sometimes, you know, web tech stuff comes up. But I was surprised today when I pulled up the Laravel subreddit and the top post was Laravel framework tickets being closed in a hurry and a link to a contentious issue ticket that basically said, hey, if you if you rename a timestamp call and it converts it to date time from timestamp, that's a, that's a pretty big bug. And the ticket just got closed saying, uh, hey, it looks like you're looking for, for help. Here's the here's the help system. And huh? <clears throat> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So if you rename the column, it changes the, the type? Yeah, from date time to timestamp. Is that real though? Well, what? it turns out. I don't, I don't out, understand how, that, how that's even true, but... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Turns it looks out. Like, like this might be a doctrine-related issue, but boy, that is... Can we pause for a moment? I just love... <laughs> is it the same person? Let me see. Yeah, it's the same person. So they closed the ticket. I love the I love the submitter's response. This isn't a question. <laughs> this isn't a question. It's a bug. Um, no, I'm issuing a bug. This isn't a question. It gets real salty from there. <laughs> I must uh, see the question. Yeah, that's yeah, so, well, yeah, because the the issuer said this isn't a question; it's a bug. And then someone after that said, "I fail to see the question." <laughs> and someone after that says, "I don't see a question here either." <laughs> and eventually, Taylor Taylor had to get involved and say, "Like, hey, I'm, I'll I'll take head of this." And DeVries DeVriesens, yeah, that's funny. So he does apologize. He does apologize. Yeah apologize if i handled this poorly initially it's funny because i was going to come to his defense saying i bet you it's a bot that they have you know that looks for certain things i've seen that before in repos where they've assigned these bots and you know thinks it's a question or something his first response is to do do that but but no he take he takes ownership over it so give give the guy credit for that yeah and so that's sort of where the the reddit conversation devolved into is that is that laravel has become obsessed with these zero open issues stuff and so they're just people are getting boilerplate responses for hey this is issues not support here's how you get support for laravel and not really looking at what the actual issue is well, they, they've been criticized of that in the past. Yes. It was a long run of the way they were handling tickets in the past as well. To be to be fair, this is not a Laravel thing. I get that through business all the time. Write in, ask a question, get boilerplate response that has nothing to do with my question, just because that customer service person wanted to close the ticket and be done with it. Sure. It is frustrating. But it was interesting to see the, the subreddit, the Laravel subreddit, so salty over things that I... Uh, I don't usually see covered in the Laravel subreddit. A, a salty subreddit? No, stop it. 
One of the top comments is, I love Laravel and the community, but it's literally a cult LMAO. That is true. It's got its moments. Definitely true. I cannot support that statement. I'm I'm not arguing it. I'm just saying I can't support it. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have the bandwidth to deal with that right now. (laughs) Literal bandwidth. We've got, what, 45 minutes left? (laughs) I have a question for you guys. I had somebody reach out to me on Twitter asking me, how you handle merging branches in GitHub. Do you use merge and rebase or just a merge? I just merge. I, mean, a, a, I don't, I don't. So here, here, here's their comment. Been struggling with a good flow to merge feature branches into a remote dev branch in GitHub using merge and rebase, then promoting dev to QA branch using merge and rebase. I'm always running into a merge conflict. We have a QA branch that we flush and rebuild from dev. Really? That's yeah, we actually like because the the QA will have all the feature testing in it, so we'll have dev, which is active undeployed but approved code, and then QA will build a new branch off of dev and merge in the ticket they want to test. But I mean, like really blowing the whole branch away and rebuilding it is easier than dealing with when Git has actual issues. Joe's saying squash and merge. I was a big proponent of squash and merge for a long time with the one of our clients to the point where. Once you choose that in GitHub, it kind of becomes your default, and that's what you what you do. Mm-hmm. But there are issues with that because now your commits have changed versus what is local, and it, there are issues with reverting or merging back into your feature branch. Well, I I'm have not saying that quite cl- clearly enough, and I don't remember the exact details. But squash and merge, while it's great, also has drawbacks. I have a buddy yeah. who will who will take all of his feature commits and squash them into a single commit that he documents really well at the end of the, the, the development life cycle, which I think that is crazy. Sense. Why Why is that crazy? I mean, if you're doing like a storyboard or something, that makes, that makes sense to me. So much work. That's not that much well, work. Yeah, I agree with you there. What? Wait, wait, wait. What's so much work? <laughs> rebase? An interactive rebase takes seconds to do. Depending on how until that one time when it takes two days. No, stop it. Then you're doing it wrong. Yes, of course I'm doing it wrong. I've become a huge fan of rebase onto versus just an a straight interactive rebase, which theoretically should be the same, but where you can be very specific about I want to go from this commit to that commit and it's going to go onto this branch or onto this, yeah, usually onto the develop branch. And I've had very, very few issues doing it that way. Now, when I just do a git rebase dash i, yeah, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. But using I mean, this is to, this is no where issues. Mercurial Mercurial did things so well, and I really, I really wish I could still use it sometimes. Get on Mercurial. Well, because you didn't. So I work on three tickets at once sometimes or some days where like just to switch tickets i have to i have to commit a work in progress or a stash commit and or <laughs> use php storm and just shelve it. Move on. I've, I have had bad luck with that. Really. I yeah. use it all the time. Well, Mercurial automatically did that. Mercurial, the directory was the current working directory for the branch you were on. So when you switched branches, it's just wrapped the whole thing up and tucked it away as an in-progress but open branch. So you didn't have to commit everything every time. Your kids are killing me, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the um, what's that other... We talked about it once on the show. Sarah Goldman says that they use it all the time where you get the whole you get the whole repo and all the branches and you switch you switch directories like each branch is like a directory or something what's it called 
Yeah, that was Mercurial. No, it's, you can do it with Git. Come on, help me out here. What it's called? Right. Not not a not a tree, not a working tree. I have to find this now. Shit! Come on, it's Discord, a, help me it, out. It's a Git thing. It's a Git thing. So it doesn't seem to. I don't know. It's. I think it's more designed for. It's more designed for like uh, languages you have to compile. Jeez, I gotta remember what this thing. Is. I'll find it. You guys keep talking. I'm going to find it. So, I don't think you are. I think you're making it up as we go. I want to know, and I'm sure the listeners want to know, what is our schedule for the rest of this year? With with Eric living under a bridge and the holiday season. He, he's proving right now that his computer works just fine. We don't need professional quality because we are PHP ugly. We, are PHP we will not do a PHP podcast we- like this. We will have to figure something else out. We will not do PHP roundtable this way. We will not do PHP internal. Wait, what? This way. <laughs> don't, 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 get, don't even go down that path. So, won't do roundtable this way. What was the other one you bought? We, we have buying things. We bought talking about. Joe, Joe caught it. Joe heard you. But it was a joke. I was trying to get Eric to do it, but he said no. I am out of I am out of bandwidth, man. I'm running on fumes right now. I'm trying to get you some bandwidth. You're doing a good job. I, I got to be honest. John has made this made this past couple of weeks as as comfortable as possible. Yes, alcohol makes an excellent lubricant. <laughs> work tree. So- it's called a work tree. It is. It is a tree. So get. A Git work tree. Have you, you guys need to look into Git work trees. I want to figure out how to do this. I'm gonna. I'll put this in the show notes for for people listening. Oh, I just lost it. Where's that? Oh, here it is. I'll put it in the show notes for people people listening. See, I looked it up and it immediately put me onto the the Git homepage with that terrifying light brown or olive. Whenever I see it, I just go, "No, nah, it's going to be too complicated. I don't want to read it." What? <laughs> I don't know. Get work tree. It's I'm got it's got what like two pages of example or two pages of of options and then one example. Yeah, this is a lot. Isn't it? <laughs> but but the idea is that that every branch every branch becomes like this directory and you switch between the branches. Oh, that was my issue with doing this. Now I remember. So the way I have my devil box set Stop up, popping. we had to, you know, the devil box has, you have to tell it where your, where your web root is. And I was trying to figure out how to do that with work trees. And we actually had some listeners through discord, give me some suggestions to do that. I just haven't had the opportunity to try it. Get work trees. I'm going, that's going to be something I look into. And I think, I think this is this is one of those hidden features in Git that nobody talks about, and I think it seems very powerful to me. I don't know why more people aren't using it. You know who we should be clapping for? There Our patrons. That was a great segue. That was awesome. Whoa, look at, look at this. Look what? how gorgeous that is. That is beautiful. Who did that? Do you have our sound I, I was think I was thinking the same thing, but it, he does have it on there. Okay. <laughs> do I have what? Our voices, our sound. You've done this before, where you forgot to add our voices to the to the scene. Well, there. Now, now <laughs> right. our voices and our videos are on the scene. Thank you. That's even that's even better. But yeah, no, we don't we don't need to be there. Just kidding. That's crazy. I see. We had we had one person drop, and then Charlton came on. That's nice of him. So yeah, good to have yeah, that, good to have listeners who will back us up when someone drops. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. The, the Charlto guy. Yeah, that he was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So John Tins just popped on there, took over. We have another Eric. I think this is our first uh, Eric on Patreon. Got a couple. We got a couple of family members on there. Yes, <laughs> I have no family members that will back me this way. The first Eric, but not the first Ben Johnson. <laughs> that, man. That's, That's very, very pretty, Eric. Excellent work. Thank you, sir. And thank you, Honey Thanks. Badger, for supporting us. Absolutely. And thank you, Darling Data, for the giving Eric some props on this one. How did you create that? That was very, the, it's very that nice. That stupid service we pay for, man. I tell you, that thing's awesome. We need to do our complete book or magazine layout for that service, man. It, <laughs> it's really proving it's, itself for, to me. Stop. Carolyn's doing a great job. Carolyn, you're not. No, no, yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. You know who's replaceable? <laughs> I wasn't talking about replacing. Merry Carolyn. Christmas. <laughs> the software is what I was talking about replacing. I don't know if, getting, if this makes it any better or not. <laughs> you said it, not me. The software, the software. What, what are you talking about? The software. InDesign, instead of using it in design, we should be using this other service. It's so much better, it's so much easier. Even I can do stupid, cool things like that. I suppose. Do you know what you service I'm talking don't, about? I think so, but don't say it because they're not sponsors. I'm just saying. No, that's that's why I'm not saying it. But yeah, that's <laughs> we're big enough now where we can say that. Like, yeah, no, we're we've gotten real, uh, real huge. What's our current viewer count? Four, four, six, four. Like, yeah, we we got all of Eric's kids listening, so we're up to at least twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they don't all know about each other, so shh. Sorry. So seven watching right now. Ooh, jeez. That is impressive. We're getting we're getting north of triple digits on watching our videos too. So you know, that's no small thing. Just seeing how many people yeah. are on our YouTube channel. What? Wow! Actually, I'm actually surprised by the number of followers. <laughs> I was going. To, I mean, it's only 457, which is not a lot for a real YouTube. But it's actually significantly more than I thought we had. <laughs> yeah, and it also it also appears that. Three fourths of them are bots. That's fine. I'm I'm I, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of the bot. You know, bring bring the cows. All the cows need bring, to tune in. Yeah, back back that cow in here. Yeah, we don't have an HR department, so we can call them that. Dumb cows. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. So see, I can't do my titles. We can't we can't suggest titles, John. All on you. Actually, it's on me. I forget, I forgot to update the repo. I pulled down the repo and tried to run it on my MacBook, and I realized it's old code. <laughs> No. Yeah. I will figure out this display issue eventually. We it's, you know, it, we might not it, have it, HR, but your kids are trying to get HR involved in our podcast for some reason. Oh yeah, they, they try to fire me on on a weekly basis. They sit there and have board meetings and everything. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm like, you know, it's, it's I'm not having it. Here's the problem we've run into with so this the whole desktop workstation thing wouldn't even have been an issue. What happened was I was going to take my workstation over to John on Monday. And so I so shut it down. Card is. Oh no, I shut it down and I pack it up. And then it occurred to me, I have full disk encryption. I'm like, son of a bitch. I, you know, I have to give John the password to decrypt the disk. So the damn system boots up so I can get to it. So initially it wasn't going to be an issue. Like, he wasn't even going to need to have a monitor. He was just going to plug it in. But now he needs to be able to see when it gets to the prompt for the disk encryption so that he can decrypt my disk so that I can get, you know, so that it'll finish booting into the OS. Technology, isn't it wonderful? Everything just Security works so smoothly. Security is so convenient to have. So happy to have it. Yeah, that reminds <sighs> me of a the Christmas ad Lenovo had where they, they showed a daughter unlocking her dad's laptop 
by using his finger while he was sleeping as if it were cute. There you go. That's that's my system. So I, I recognize that that logo screen. It's, it's it's working. Watch him drop the monitor <laughs> on the computer. He's a, he's a, I was like, he's gonna pour his beer on my workstation next. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it live on air. I'll get the bot going here in a second. You got it? Oh, it's nope, blank. It. It's blank, John. Oh, all right. Let's see. Let's see if he's done it. Let me see. If, come on, Cloudways. Come on, Cloudways. Cloud live Flare. on the come show. On. Cloudflare. Cloudflare, do it. Cloudflare is not working for me, John. You got the network plugged in? Yes, I have the network plugged in. Yeah. I mean, don't say it like that, John. Plugged, you into, the, plugged into the DVI <laughs> port. Hey, I got. <laughs> I, I got lights on the hangy thing up there. It's oh, working. Gosh. Damn it. You've got you've got network lights lighting up. Doesn't mean your machine works because it's a POS, <laughs> but I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Let's see. Can't believe, I, can't believe I forgot you had a GPU. <laughs> like, hey, look, here's here here's an HDMI port. Oh look, here's a display port. Yeah, so just Why used all the wrong button? All the wrong video outputs available to you. Yeah. yeah. I gotta get yeah. Gotta get a little Oh my god! I need my key where where are the keys? The keys are in the wrong place. Restore. Okay. We're good now. That's the other thing. I'm back to using I don't have my Kinesis Advantage keyboard anymore. Like all the keys are in the wrong area. You can use John's, he doesn't use it. What are you talking about? It's plugged in right now. Yeah, Look, to Eric's really? to Eric's machine. <laughs> <laughs> well then I don't understand why it's not working. <laughs> All right, I got my you, I got my system right, you, going. You need to kick your third kid off of our Discord slash YouTube slash everything. What is that? They're being mean. Yeah, they're being mean to me. I encourage I mean, that actually. Discord, prepare yourself for for a s- series of links coming in. Except for I, the fact that we did. Except for the fact that we did not tell people how to get to Discord at discord.phpugly.com. Perfect. Should have done that like an hour ago. Probably. So it's our first it's our first time doing this, you know, we're we're new to recording. That's true. Hey, you're not supposed to give his password out on live on Discord. <laughs> they don't get the hunter they don't get the hunter two reference. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I am I am like I said, still sick. I am in need of rest. I think I think we've achieved the unachievable today. I think we achieved the achievable. We started recording and we're ending recording. Very That's achievable. True. We didn't get to the one ticket that Eric has on his Trello board because he doesn't have enough monitors to remember that Trello is is open. <laughs> I did uh, one of my tickets. Which one didn't I do? The uh JetBrains desktop is now in beta. Oh, Except I, we're not I supposed to reference other people's tickets. Yeah, I haven't finished reading that one because there's there's something I don't think that's a JetBrains thing. I, I think that's a I think that's a third party doing something with JetBrains. So it's it's not JetBrains, but I have to have to read it. I I don't know enough about it. That's why I'm not talking about it. Well, that's why we have that rule about me reading other people's <laughs> tickets. That's my fun. I didn't have. I couldn't get to Trello quick enough to see what you were talking about. We did. We did hit a couple of mine. So all right. I yeah, what you don't what you don't know talking. if you if you're on the edited podcast is that every time Eric says "shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up," he he edits that out. So it's about <laughs> twenty times per podcast where he just goes, "No, don't talk about that, don't talk about that." <laughs> okay, that's it. Episode two hundred and sixty-five. But ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching the end of twenty twenty-one. Buckle up, thankfully, amazingly. I'm Eric. I'm John. We got big things coming in twenty twenty-two. I'm Tom. I. 
Do not have big things in 2022. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly. It's called ugly because it's not professional. But I'm about to come through and bless it with style. So let's do it when I'm spitting. I perfume the room. Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom. That came from Thomas. Yeah, can nobody go beyond this? I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise. Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish. We talking about the PHP, the programming language. About to break it down, no exaggeration. What do y'all do for a living web applications? Okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah, come on.